Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Callan Patterson of the O'Callan Clan. Greetings, everyone. P for P, real talk. Midwest muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P for P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you are a drug-free athlete, I have papers to prove it. And they're looking for a storage foundation to stand on. And I have papers to prove that as well. There's a ride up as well. Yes, we're both covered. We're both covered in our natural ambiance. But if you are looking for a vehicle, to drive your drug free behinds like a bu- 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 bu. I'll stop right there. Like what that was? <laughs> <laughs> like a Mack truck through ice cream. Sprinkled with chocolate, why and snickerdoodle? Sprinkles. 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 <laughs> Check us out at paperpaymuscle.com And now let us chit-chat with a banter Hello, Desiree Hello, hello, hello So, <laughs> you know, hey guys it, I, I missed you guys on Thursday I was traveling I was uh, traveling with the Des Moines Derby Brats To Loveland, Colorado for the National Roller Derby Tournament. And um, it turned out to be That'll quite be an exciting weekend. Uh, the Brats overall finished fifth, um, which is, hey, it's great. They've they've had a, a fantastic run. They've been everywhere, first, second, third. This year was the rebuilding season. Um, we had a, a lot of young players. Um, several players have been steadily aging out over the past two to three years. So uh, this is actually uh, my daughter's last season playing. And, uh, you know, the fact that we had a lot of new players, it was a rebuilding year, and they only take the top ten teams in the nation at national. So the fact that they made it and they finished in the top five, because, you know, the top five is what counts, folks. Um, I was very extremely proud of them. However, it was a very short weekend for the – Fletcher Hazes, um, because in the first half of the first bout, Darian took a very nasty hit to the throat and left side of her face, and that was all the playing time we saw. That ultimately resulted in an uh, ambulance ride to the hospital. Oh, my But, um, yeah, at first, you know, at first, you know, she seemed like, I mean, it hurt. She was in pain, but... You know, it didn't seem out of what can be in the ordinary for roller derby. Um, but I think okay, as time on, went on, we, oh, go ahead. On. Mom says, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. So, so roller derby, I mean, you guys are pretty familiar with roller derby, or at least I think a lot of you have an idea of what it is. And it's, it's a growing sport. There are, there are still men's and women's adult leagues, and there's also JRDA, which is uh, the uh, Junior Roller Derby Association, and they have all-female teams and then co-ed teams. And so Darian plays on a co-ed team. And so anyway, she got hit, she taps out, EMTs are doing their thing, and um, at first, like I said, I think she had so much adrenaline going that she was just in pain but not really feeling the full effects of the injury that she received. She wanted to sit on the bench for the rest. Actually, she wanted to get in, and she was mad that the coach didn't put her back in for the last half, and I'm glad that he did not. And then once the adrenaline um, wore off, she uh, noticed that the vision in her left eye, which is the side she got hit, was blurry. Um, She couldn't feel the left side of her face. Her fingers were numb. Um, So that was starting to freak her out. And the more scared she became, then she kind of started to hyperventilate on and off. And then at one point, she just passed out. And so at that point, she was just going into shock. So... 
we loaded her up and it, it was traumatic. It was traumatic. And, um, and I have never seen, so ultimately the diagnosis was concussion. Um, she went through CT yes. scans and everything. And of course the, uh, the doctors didn't find anything. And, and to be honest, I didn't think they were, I wanted to take her to a chiropractor first thing, because I knew she had a neck injury. I knew that's what was wrong with her based on what happened and, and her symptoms, what she was feeling, or at least I had a, a gut feeling, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I didn't know without a doubt, but that was my first instinct of where I wanted to take her for care. And of course, being in Loveland, Colorado, I'm scrambling, trying to find someone and I couldn't. And then, you know, her, her, uh, her symptoms continued to progress and then we ended up in an ambulance and they did the CT scans. And like I thought, they said, all of your scans came back normal. There's nothing we can do for you. We're going to give you some ibuprofen or Tylenol and we're going to send you home. Even though her vision still wasn't great, even though she was still in a lot of pain, even though da, 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 da. So we came home early and thankfully I got her in to my Cairo yesterday and he took a full x-ray and her C2, um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Our smoke alarms just went off and uh, hopefully those will go off soon. So hopefully you can still hear me. My, my dog is cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> so anyway... Um, here, Kaylin, why don't you go wow. this for a moment? I'll be right back. Okay. My goodness. All right. Okay, I'm back. They got it off. They got it off. Um, so her C2, and anyone who's familiar with the spine, and even if you're not, there are three parts to your spine. There's the the uh, cervical, which is the part of your spine that is basically in your neck and that's connecting to your skull. There's the thoracic, which is pretty much all the way down from your shoulders to your lower back or upper lower back. And then the lumbar, which there is pretty go. much the lower back, which goes into your coccyx or your tailbone. And so her C2, so the C is for cervical, um, the second vertebrae in her cervical spine was basically turned. It, it, it wasn't in the right position. And she, um, she said something about a 360-degree turn. I wasn't in that visit with a chiropractor, so I'm not sure if it was that far, but I saw the x-ray, and it was clearly out of place. So yeah. um, doing much better. Her eyesight, which I didn't know that it's not uncommon for your vision to be impaired if you get a concussion because I've never had one and I've never really seen one up close or experienced it with any of my other kids, um, can be, you know, diminished for up to 24 hours, sometimes 48, sometimes a little bit longer, but that's doing much better. Her pain is getting better. She, her shoulder was giving her a lot of fits. Um, but even after her first adjustment, she has much better mobility in her arm and her shoulder. So we are on the mend, but she will have had a total of three visits just this week to the Cairo. So it was a pretty, it was a pretty serious neck injury. And the only reason I tell this really long drawn out story is, um, so I've worked in a chiropractic office for a while and we see a lot of folks come through and they have pain and they have issues and this and that and just a myriad of symptoms. And they go to the hospital and they run all these tests and the doctors can't find anything wrong with them, anything right. wrong with them. And, and a lot of times, not all the time, because sometimes different symptoms are different things you never know, but there are several cases that I've seen and several scenarios where, you know, you've got pinched nerves going on, you've got vertebrae that are damaged. And because all of these nerves in your spinal column that are getting pinched, these nerves are attached to every organ in your body, um, and they help manage the function of your internal systems. And when those are pinched, your body's not functioning well. Sometimes it manifests itself in pain, sometimes in headaches, you know, a lot of different symptoms that pinched nerves can contribute to. And sometimes you don't feel anything at all and don't even know you have anything wrong with you until something major happens. So um, I just wanted to share my own, you know, personal example of how my daughter went to the hospital. And of course, this was a traumatic sports injury for her, but 
still they found nothing wrong with her and they just sent her home. If I had not known about chiropractor care, I would not have been able to help her. You know, eventually she may have found release, but, you know, who knows, and I'm not one to take that kind of risk. So I just share that to give you all something to think about and just know if you're leery of chiropractors, if you've never tried one, um, that they can do a lot of good. And with all things, there are bad ones and there are good ones. And we can spend a whole nother show talking about that. But that was just kind of how my weekend um, played out. And I tell you, there's just nothing worse as a mother, you know, just seeing your child, A, hurt, but then B, just see her pass out on the, you know, pass out and she's twitching on the floor. And, oh, oh, it was just ridiculous. It's it's a terrible thing. But anyway, um, I digress. We'll transition now because Kaylin had a no. very awesome, awesome no, we weekend. Won't. No, no, no. Oh, no, we, we will. We will transition. Okay. Because I, I can speak to you about the concussion part since I had to deal with one firsthand. Uh, All right. Well, let's hear it. Yes. Uh, I was, uh, I, I was, growing up, I was a real skinny kid. Everybody understands that. Everybody that knows me knows that. Incredibly, incredibly small figure. I mean, just, I was two double digits all the way up until I graduated high school and I went into three three digits, meaning 100 pounds. So you can imagine them trying to get a, a uniform for me. It was, it was quite funny and the helmets were always too big. But I had, a lot of uh, energy and anybody who knows me knows that as well and so I, I, I did make the starting team and I, I averaged uh, a lot of yards and, you know, as the years went on you know you, you become a target because if you're the one getting the yards that's the person that has to be stopped so oh yeah yeah so I got not pretty dang good and I remember it was a Friday, Friday Night Lights. Uh, if anybody's seen that, that's really true. Most football games in high school played on Friday. And I got rocked. I mean, I, I made it back uh, to the sidelines, collapsed, and have no recollection of anything until that next Monday. And I just remember being in school trying to figure out why we didn't have a weekend. And, you know, everybody was laughing because it's like I they said it came out of a uh, like a fog. And this was days later. And like Des was saying, you know, I had some, some injuries that were lingering, especially in the neck. And one of the things that they did is they took me to the chiropractor and he basically adjusted my neck, what most people call cracking the neck. And then he did a side shift on both sides. And that was to relieve the stress from being hit head on and basically my neck and my spine basically being concaved and pinching just about everything in the upper body. So it was, it was a funny feeling because I didn't have feeling, but because I didn't have all of my senses, I don't remember not having feeling. I just remember telling everybody to listen that I had issues with not feeling anything. So people were touching me, and I couldn't feel it, even to the point of sharpened pencils on my, my, my skin, and I couldn't even feel that. So it was really weird not to have a recollection of days that had passed. It was incredibly strange trying to explain that to my parents because they remembered everything that I was saying and doing. I didn't act abnormal. I didn't act out of place. And I didn't act out of a character. I just don't recall those days. So basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even at church, singing songs just like a normal person. And by the time the concussion was done, which was sometime Monday morning, afternoon-ish, I know it was a little bit before lunch, but, you know, schools have uh, staggered lunches. So I don't, I don't remember that far back. If I was it's early lunch or, or late lunch that day. But either way, it just there's so much that happens. And I had a clean bill of health from, uh, you know, after seeing the doctor Saturday from all that time. I had no recollection. And I remember my dad was furious because he went back to the hospital and he was irate. You know, his son had finally come back to his senses and anything could have happened in between that time. And he had the sense enough since he had been working with so 
many doctors in his uh, job profession, which would be the, the police force, that he recognized things and they were telling him that he was mistaken and he didn't have enough uh, knowledge of uh, doctor's background to know what he was talking about. And he was very, very irate about that. So parents, uh, don't you, you know your kids, you know their actions, and you know the ones that are willing to stretch your story and some that are basically the tough takers and they, they just take a hit and keep walking. If they're acting different and they're speaking different, then something's not right. And parents know their children better than any doctor. So I was just wanting to reinforce what Dad was saying. Please, chiropractors are not an accident. They know their stuff and they can save children from a lot of pain and suffering. Because I can't imagine if you had waited for the pain to just increase to the point that she could no longer take that pain threshold, how much suffering and how many days would have gone in between before this is yeah. addressed. Yeah. A big, big shout-out to you for doing that. Well done. Well, well, thank you. And, and it's just because that I happen to know, and I've been taking my kids to chiropractors for many, many years, um, just for well-being, dealing with ear infections, you know, that kind of stuff. I will say now, um, and I didn't mean to sound negative towards the medical model um, because the the doctors and the nurses that we dealt with in um, Colorado, they were fantastic. And in an emergency, there's no place I would rather be than in the United States and in a United States hospital because our, our doctors there are bar none. But they're they're not trained the same as chiropractors are. And I really yeah. wish that there was a marriage of the two, but they are at odds because even then yes. the doctor was telling me, no, you don't want to take her to the chiropractor. And I'm like, I didn't argue with him, but in my mind, I'm like, yes, I do. I do want to yes. take her to a chiropractor. And had I followed his advice, as Kaylin was alluding to, the pain would have gotten worse to a point. I don't yes. know how much, much worse. but, uh, yeah, and, you know, and her her neck was in such a bad state that at some point, if it wouldn't have been alleviated, then a doctor's going to tell me she needs surgery, and that's, that's definitely yeah. not. And this is my opinion, folks. I can't say it's going to happen this no, way 100%. No, but no, just based on my experience. Back but I, I've back seen back it. Study. Yeah, I, you know, I've seen it, and um, I just. As you're right. Yeah. I just, that is not something that I would want for her. So even though I was advised not to take her as her parent, I did what I felt was going to be in her best interest. And so that's what I did. But, um, you know, all around, she had good care in Colorado. They did the best for her that they could do. She's getting great care now that we're at home with our chiropractor. I would, in my dream world, we would have doctors and chiropractors in the same facility, and they would both just be focusing on their levels of expertise and working together for the benefit of their patients and not be at odds. Okay, hold on. But I also say that because, just one sec, most doctors and chiropractors, they're not not on agreement with their practices, and I think that's unfortunate, or, or recommendations for care. Go ahead, Kaylin. Well, this one's from Dr. Dave. He's got a he's got one that you're gonna talk about, but this one I'm gonna read. Uh Des and K Des and K. Oh, me. Um you guys don't have to worry. Not all doctors are ignorant of what benefits chiropractors can do. It's just that from the onset of college and beyond, most uh, up and coming interns and doctors are taught that any risk to the spine could be very tragic and devastating. And let's be honest, not all chiropractors are great chiropractors, just like all doctors. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. I'll be the first one to tell you that. And thank you very much, Dr. Dave. And you know what? I recognize that the two are trained totally differently. You know, what the CT scans didn't pick up, my chiro did. I mean, the the philosophies are just different. What they look for is just different, and that's the way they were trained. And I and I yes. understand. I just wish that you know, I just wish they could work together. And and yes. who whoever fault it is, I'm not going to get into that of why they don't or why they generally don't. As Dr. Dave said, there are those that probably 
have Cairo friends and will make referrals, and then there are those that flat out won't. And um, okay, Dave they make it, has his own Well, good for you, Dr. Dave. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think that's great. And also, Dr. Dave did share that concussions are brutal, but with time, the healing process gives a full recovery. And they were brutal. Um, I didn't understand how much. And I, you know, one of the reasons I was really upset is because the refing of the game was just so atrocious. And I don't even, I'm not even upset with the kid that <laughs> he was playing. I he was doing his. The refs let it spiral out of control. And once Darren was on the floor and she was twitching and I was scared, I am. Um, <clears throat> I was not very Christian-like. I may have yelled at the referee still on the floor who are refing another game at this point, and I may have swore Uh-oh. at least once. Oh, it was Uh-oh. bad. I was upset. I was upset. He says he realized my mom's listening. I know, and Mom, I'm sorry. I know it was not an excuse, and it is bad behavior. Um, it is bad behavior, and I'm just going to say that because I'm not one to swear, but I was just so irate and worked up and so many emotions, and it just came out. So anyway, there's my confession, and that's all I have to I'm say about that. that <laughs> okay, Mom. I was praying for you. Woo, thank you. If I had not been... <laughs> Behind the little EMT wall, I might have marched out there. I mean, honestly. And they didn't even eject the kid from the game. It was blatant and it was flagrant. And they didn't even eject him from the game. And by this point, they had ejected one of our players and two of them had fouled out for less than what this kid did. I mean, Darian was literally in the air off the floor, skates in the air because the kid hit her with such a forceful upward motion and they didn't even call it. They're not supposed to hit above the shoulders. This was her neck and her head, and they let him just skate on. Oh, wow. And again, you can hear that. I'm getting... Yeah. So I'm just, it was that bad. It was that bad. And that's part of the reason why I was so upset. I feel like they let it get out of control, and she did not need to be hurt like that. You get hurt in roller derby, yeah. Darian funky, she's feisty, she rolls with the punches, she gets hurt, but not like this, mm-hmm. and it didn't need to be that way, and I do blame the refs for that. Then you so can. anyway, I I am, I totally am, but I, you know what, now that I've shared my sad story and I'm, I'm starting to get myself all worked up again, let's talk about your good story, mom's on the phone, mom had a birthday, happy birthday, Kaylin's mom, everybody say happy birthday to <laughs> Kaylin's mom. There was a family reunion. I know we're supposed to be talking about P4P Undefeated, and I totally have derailed this, but I just really wanted to share about chiropractic care and give a real-life example and give people uh, something to think about. All right, let's carry on, Kaylin. What's your good story? Well, uh, speaking of chiropractic care, my mom had to see a chiropractor this weekend uh, to help with her knees because she really wanted to to enjoy the weekend. Uh, So, you know, it. She said she had a knee injury, and I said, well, I think it has more to do with your spine and your posture, and it turns out that the son uh, was actually right this time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Mom, I'm blowing you up. I'm blowing you up, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway, it's out of love. It's out of love. It's out of love. But uh, I, 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 she went, we took her up there, and they adjusted her, uh, her mid and her neck. And the swelling in her knee, it, it looked like someone had just turned a faucet on. And all the swelling in her knee was gone in less than 30 minutes. She hadn't left the uh, the chiropractor's uh, room before all the swelling was gone. And I, it was just, it was really remarkable to watch, uh, especially, you know, being there in person and helping her, you know, get dressed and get down the stairs and, and then, you know, get there and then everything being addressed and then coming out, it was just amazing to watch how just some adjustments had basically transformed my mother from a person who was having trouble walking with a four-wheeled walker and then basically not even needing needing a cane 
to, you know, do all the festivities with the family reunion and her birthday. So it was a much better and brighter weekend because of that. Um, and no, Lisa, we're not promoting, this is not a show about chiropractors or anything like that. This is just something that we know works and we appreciate the benefits of it. And we're giving you firsthand accounts of how they did. So, you know, it was really nice to see her being so mobile because, you know, it's it's one thing to have to help someone up and, you know, even move around just to get to a walker and then have her basically running uh, or at least fast walking where at first, you know, there was so much pain in the knee that she couldn't do anything. So it really made for a great family reunion, an exceptional time with everybody coming down because this had family from everywhere. It's a family reunion, obviously. It just happened to coincide with my mother's birthday. So it was it was very nice. Uh, so many family members. I was more than elated. And to have just family everywhere, you know, in church, at the picnics, at, at the houses, at the, you know, there was a lot of Airbnb, which is new to me. I'm used to people coming to the house and we all pack in and basically end up sleeping all over each other, trying to uh, make sure everybody's accommodated. And now they have this new, uh, which for me, it's, it's new. I'm used to either hotels or packing them in the houses, but now we have the Airbnb where you have five and six bedroom homes with eight bathrooms. It's, it's, it's uh, quite a learning experience, and there that, that was a lot of fun doing that. So, you know, everybody was taken care of, lots of fun, lots of laughing, lots of memories, and lots of new memories uh, that were made over the weekend. And, and it was good to see my sisters. I haven't seen, I haven't had both of them under one roof with me in over 10 years. It's usually one or the other, and sometimes, you know, those two together and me not there. So it was, it was just, uh, it, it was a special, uh, this was a special birthday, a special weekend, and, uh, you know, one I'll never forget. And, you know, being in prep, didn't suffer with any of that, despite of all the cake and everything, didn't have not one piece. So, and, and you know, the family's used to me now, I'm not that uh, abnormal, abstract with the diet and the way I eat. So that that didn't become a problem. Everything was just fun, and I I just enjoyed it, and I thank God for it. All right. Amen to that. So happy birthday one last time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. All right. All right. That's Dad, not me. That's, that's, That's me. All right. All right. P for P undefeated. Kalen Patterson. It's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. Coming up. Oh, wait. I'm going to digress one more time because, A, Kalen is competing virtually all month in August. Pretty darn close. Coming up. So send prayers out to Kalen. I don't know that I've seen someone compete more than maybe twice in a month. So this is this is going to be interesting to watch. I'm going to want the full – play-by-play of how you did physically, mentally, and emotionally carrying a load like that. But uh, I'll be I'll be watching. Secondly, um, we have seen the drug testing results for the Iowa Inferno. And, of course, Kalen Patterson is a confirmed drug-free beast. So just congrats <laughs> there. As if we had Thank any you. questions as to what that would be. But I wanted to go ahead and share that. So, all right. P4P undefeated natural championships deuce or do or ducks or how many how many different ways dose you can say two. Second year and we you know we haven't really talked a lot about this show this year and the hype has definitely not been as much as last year. I know the P4P boys have been super busy, but I know it's shaping up to be a uh, another great show. Um it's coming up on uh, Saturday, October 5th in uh, the Wisconsin Dells again, but this year it will be at Crystal Grand, the Crystal Grand Music Theater. Not as much fun to say as Ho-Chunk. Ho-Chunk! Right. Ho-Chunk. Yeah, that's a lot more fun to say. Ho-Chunk! But, uh, you know, tickets are out there. Registration is open. Athletes are registering. And, and there is going to be a... Uh, Contest prep imposing workshop, I believe, is it? It's this weekend. 
Yes. Do I have that right? It's yes. coming up this weekend. So if you folks, folks being any athletes that are in the uh, Fitchburg, Wisconsin area or are nearby or would be interested in driving there, that uh, seminar is this weekend. It's Saturday, um, 11.30 to 3. So 11.30 to 1 is the contest prep seminar, uh, Peak Week Basics with Dr. Peter Fitchin. Um, he and Cliff Wilson were also in the Pittsburgh. authors of in, Oh, that's in Pittsburgh? No, no, I said, where did, did you say, where, where is the opposing seminar? Um, I thought it was in Wisconsin. Yes. That's what I said, Fitchburg, Wisconsin. Yeah, but where, where in Wisconsin? Fitchburg. See, and Peter Fitchin. And Fitchin. I thought you said something about Pittsburgh. No, no. I said it because it, <laughs> the name had me confused. I was like, okay, somebody typed it wrong. It, when I first saw it, that's all I could think. And then it turns out, yeah, Dr. Peter Fitchin is going to be there in Pittsburgh. I'm like, in okay, what are the odds? That's why I was so confused because you said something about Pittsburgh, and I'm like, Pittsburgh? No, it's in Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. But where? That's the part that had me laugh, and I was like, "You got to be kidding! Me. No way! Oh, no dude. way!" Yeah. Anyway, eleven thirty to one is the context prep part of it. Um, if you haven't seen uh, Dr. Peter and Cliff Wilson's book yet, you might want to check that out. And then one to three is the posing workshop. So a lot of effort being put into this show, also. Um, to help athletes do their absolute best at this competition. So um, anyway, lots of good stuff going on. And the book that I referenced, Bodybuilding, the Complete Contest Preparation Handbook. If you don't have your copy, you can get it on Amazon. All right. So KP, any any insider deets on Undefeated 2? Have you heard any I'm rumblings? Any, I'm any trying to get to do it. Well, it, it's, it's there. I guess they want to roll it all out at once because, you know, they. Uh, I guess people, you know, anything that works, people want to copy, and they want to roll it out first this year. So I'm thinking they're keeping it under lock and key. I, I think it's almost mm-hmm. to the point of, like, an Avengers movie and uh, – where they couldn't, they got to have these closed sets because so much is being leaked. And I think it's even, you know, filling out into the the natural community where people are, are, are basically piggybacking the ideas mm-hmm. and, and using them uh, first. So I, I'm, I'm interested. Des and I, we're, we're fans of the sport, and we, we like to know the information firsthand ourselves. And uh, we were sure hoping that we could get that uh, the, the I guess the, mm-hmm. the new stuff out before anybody else, but it seems like that's not going to happen anytime soon. They're still coming up with uh, ideas. And if anybody knows JB, he comes up with an idea, and then two days later he wants to do it even better, and it just gets stuck in his head where it just keeps getting better and better and better. But it would be nice if they could just uh, throw out some tidbits every now and then. That would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, one thing I can share is that your hostess with the mostest, your lady of ceremonies, Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, will be back for year two. So I am excited and looking forward to that. And, and a rumor has it that Kaylin Patterson may be stepping on stage to compete. Maybe. Shoot. Maybe. Better believe it. <laughs> Better believe it. You better believe it. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I really want to pump this show up, but I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got mm-hmm. nothing until the boys decide to, uh, you know, share that with us. Um, another thing that I can say, though, is that the king and the queen of the hill competition is still in full effect. 
So if you remember last year's champions, you had Meshach Oshing and uh, Missy Weatherford. They were your um, king and queens of the hill, and they are up for dethronement. And if you guys recall, they remain king and queen of the hill as long as they compete each year until somebody comes along to remove them. So if Meshach and Misty win again, they're not only going to maintain their titles and their hill status, but they'll also receive an additional bonus for defending their titles. Now, if they should be dethroned, then the athlete who takes their title will receive their bonus. So that is, uh, that's pretty exciting. So the question is, can they be dethroned? And if they can, who will it be? Who will, and at this uh, point, you know what, question. I don't even know. Um, because Misty is actually just coming off another title win in Greece with the INBA PNBA in Greece. In Greece. Wow. Yep. And so she is competing internationally now, her first international competition, and she swept it in grand style in uh, the way only Mr. Weatherford can. Um, Meshach. I haven't. When's the last time Mish competed? It was last year, I believe. Or yes. did he compete this year? I missed it. Yeah, it was last year. So no, no. I haven't. Um, I haven't. Uh, I have no updates on him. But uh, maybe KP, you do. But he's the other one who's up for dethronement. So man. Well, I do have that because uh, I actually bumped into him in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, at Ford's gym. And he, I mean, there's certain guys that just stay year-round. Uh, Law Payne was one of the first where I saw doing that. Uh, Siobhan Cunningham is another one that doesn't get ever get too far away from stage race. Um, Larry Montgomery, obviously, uh, never gets too far away from stage race. So, you know, you, you really don't know what those guys, what, what's going to be happening in their future. And uh, Cleveland Thomas is another one. Martin Daniels. You know, a lot of the elite uh, natural male bodybuilders we have don't get too far away. I know Misty, uh, uh, even Brenda Ray. I don't. I don't even remember the last time I've, I've even known Brenda even hint about stepping on stage. Uh, Kristen, Chrissy. I don't. These are elite uh, competitors, but I can't remember the last time they stepped on stage. But you see them, and you think they were just weeks out. So, you know, it's hard telling with, with, with competitors like that. And, you know, Meshach is so humble and quiet that he usually doesn't talk about it anyway. It's not really coming up in conversation. He's more like uh, what's going on in the industry, uh, how he's basically, he's basically updating people on the foods that are harmful to their body. I mean, he's well-versed in the, the harmful effects of uh, food to our body. He's really uh, good with that. I know the oh your friend uh, from uh, what is her I can't think of her name now we've had her on the show we've had her and her husband on the show she talked about her diet uh, down for in Missouri oh uh, um, Misty's girl oh, Misty's girl yeah she's her coach. oh Debbie. Debbie, uh, her last name is not Portell anymore because she's been married. But Debbie Portell, yes, I'll have to, I'll have to look up what her married name is now. I think it's, oh, I'm not even gonna try and guess. I'll find it. Morris, Debbie Morris, Debbie Portell Morris. Yes, with Integrity Training Systems. There you go. That's that, we have somebody that has a, a a gym called Integrity, and I always make sure I don't get them confused because uh, they're, they're both like, that's a good gym and she has a good uh, training, but I never want to get them confused in my head and make that comparison because they are the furthest thing from it, but they are both good at what they do. Ooh, thanks for the yes. suggestion. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, so for anyone who's not familiar, you can go to the p4pundefeated.com website and find out more about this show. So do check it out. If you're not uh, familiar with the names we're throwing around, Meshach Oshing, he was the men's, uh, the pro men's bodybuilding championship last year. He uh, got the luck of the draw for the king of the hill status. Uh, Misty Weatherford was the pro bikini champion. 
And uh, so she is our queen of the hill. Both of these two appeared on P4P product canisters. So if you haven't seen it, I know we've posted pictures about it, but I thought that was just great. So a great uh, benefit of the show. So not only did these folks win, they got their titles, their money, their trophies, and all of that, but then their, you know, faces are plastered on, you know, hundreds of thousands of canisters of supplement products going around the world. So, I mean, or at least, you know. Hold on. Uh, we just caused a little bit of confusion. It was not intentional, but I guess we did. Um, okay, guys. Uh, last year, uh, Daz had brought this up. Oh, okay, I, I, hold on. Before you guys send any more messages, any it, stop. Just stop. Hold on. Daz <laughs> no. pointed out that uh, last year that the people that were put on the canister, that was a reward for winning the yes. king and queen. Yes. Okay, yes. I, will, I I don't know if Des is aware, but I'm well aware that Misty is now part of uh, New Dawn Nutritionals. Um, that's not what Des is saying. She's not a sponsored no. athlete by P4P. She was rewarded by putting being put on the canisters and, and tubs of protein and, and different supplements. That is what she's talking about. We're well aware, okay, we had, oh, oh, thank you. Okay. Ooh, my goodness. You're about to blow up uh, our box. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so yes, we, I, did, well I, was not, I did not state that she was a sponsored athlete. I did state yes. that of PCP. I did state that her face appeared on a canister of their products, which Kaylin has so graciously explained was part of their prize package for being king and queen of the hill. And so whoever is king and queen of the hill this year will get the same benefit. They will have, yes. they will receive that honor as part of their prize package for winning and being selected for those spots. So there we go on that. Um, and I just wanted to say one last time, congrats to the other top winners at that show. So we had Cliff, Chris Cleven, Clevin, I should say. She was the women's yes. bodybuilding winner. Fantastic. I really, hope, I really hope we see a lot of ladies turn out for that category. If you are women, a woman's bodybuilder um, for the bodybuilding category and you feel like you can be stage ready by October, please, please come compete, participate, blow that category out. I would love to see them have to split the stage because we had so many competitors and or, you know, had enough women to fill up a couple different size classes. I mean, really, would love to see that. It is such um, – I love the category, and this is a great show, so please come. If, you, if you're not thinking about competing but you've still just been training hard, you have time to start to lean out. So show up, register, do your bit. That's all I have to say about that. Um, Don Cox. Now, this is or was it? Is Don Cox still a P4P sponsored athlete? I should know this, but I don't. Yes. She was. Yes, she she is. still is. She was the women's um, figure pro card winner at P4P Undefeated and no affiliation. They're sponsored athletes. If you're a P4P sponsored athlete, it does not mean you are going to place well. Don showed up ready to compete at this show. This is the best I have ever seen her look. She had a new coach and uh, just a fire lit to come in here and dominate, and that's what she did. She looked fantastic, and I remember seeing her. I'm like, I don't know if she's going to win, but she is going to be in that top two position, and she did pull it off. So just congrats again to Don Cox. Um, The bikini pro card winner was Ashley SRB. (laughs) It's Ashley (laughs) Serb. But I never knew how to pronounce it, so I would just say Ashley SRB. Um, fantastic job. I've had a good time watching her compete over the years and coming up through the ranks, and uh, she looked fantastic as well, the best I've ever seen her. The men's physique pro card winner was Josh Hare. And I was that Ashley's boyfriend? I believe they were almost like the little perfect little yes. couple there, um, dominating yes, their categories. And then a classic physique pro card winner was Matthew McClure. And if you've been listening to P4P Real Talk for a while, you remember us hosting him on the show. And then um, there you have it. 
there you have it. So just wanted to say hey to all of those winners again, and uh, hopefully we'll see them all back in the uh, pro categories of the competition. I don't know. What, what else you got, KP? Well, that would be awesome if, if, if that happens because I know they love the show. Uh, Matt, Matthew McClure and uh, Laura Bird are talking about doing that one. So I'm going to be pretty interested because she plays in the top three when against yeah. uh, uh, Missy. So, yeah, she, she really was – I mean, Missy is a little fire on a lot of the bikini competitors because she just looks – She's the consummate pro, and I think a lot of the ladies were having that question after Des had stopped uh, competing about what does a pro look like? Because Des looked phenomenal the year she won her overall and uh, to win her pro card, and people were thinking that was the standard. And then a lady like uh, Misty Weatherford uh, just started just blowing up, and. So now she's the the banner, the poster woman, especially being on the P4P supplement because I I take them everywhere I go. And I know people go through my bag at the gym just so they can look at uh, Misty's picture on my uh, P4P (laughs) pre-workout. So I I know the word getting out there, okay? And, yeah, I can say this because I've caught them doing it. This one, this one, I'm like, okay, you're going through my bag. That's that's, a theft, so stop it. But anyway... (laughs) Um, you know, there's, this this was one of the benefits of why P4P did what they did because a lot of people don't have uh, subscriptions to magazines and they definitely don't have subscriptions to uh, like the Ironman magazine, which is promoting only natural athletes. So P4P has set the, 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 the foundation for doing that. I mean, they, they've come up with a lot of innovative ideas to really grow the natural industry and the way they've been doing it has been very successful. And I, I love, uh, I love how they're doing it. I love how they're, they're truly, they truly are putting the athlete first and they're, they're doing it by action, not just by words, because I think that was one of the biggest things that dad and I used to say is that, you know, we would hear people say, you know, the athlete is first and you'd hear athletes say they were, um, natural athletes until the drug testing started coming out, and then we always got the okie doke about you know being sick or or having a dog that wasn't well or you know having a pothole in a road that they couldn't drive across and they could never make it to the natural event. So you know the stuff is is the proof in the pudding, and I love how everybody is basically stepping up to the plate to make sure that natural athletes stay natural. And with P4P doing what they're doing with the groundwork and, you know, people like Lee Anderson and people like Joe Perez, basically ensuring that the athlete is going to be taken first. John Abraham as well. I don't want to leave him out, Ryan Irwin, um, Raven Kowski. They, I mean, these are the people we know, that and I know, will be taking care of the athlete. Uh, Courtney Miles did an excellent job. I know uh, Jack Howerson has a true passion for the athlete. So if I'm, if I'm missing a name, there's plenty out there. Uh, Josh Miller for sure. Uh, one of the best yes. at doing what he's doing. Congrats, congrats to him as well on his big win. I mean, he looks phenomenal the last time he competed on stage and uh, being recognized by, by the uh, the media outlets in his region. That's, that's, that's big. I mean, we, we really need to promote the, the natural athletes better from the inside out. I, I think we don't do enough of that and, uh, you know, that's our platform, and that's, that's what we do. And, 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 you know, shame on us for not saying these things sooner. I should have said this Thursday, and I apologize. And, uh, you know, but I was I, – I did a snafu, and I've been beating myself over it, and I think I did most of that. So I do apologize for Thursday's show. I was very uh, – there's no excuse for the unprofessionalism that I, I, I was not prepared, and I didn't do it well. So please forgive me. On that, uh, I'll pass it to Dez because I just went on a rant way off of where we were. <laughs> That's okay. If I've said it once, I'll say it again. If there's not a rant, it's not real talk with uh, Desiree and Kalen. So it's all good. Um, 
So I referenced earlier that Kaylin is going to be competing virtually the entire month of August. So tell us, KP, where are you going to be this weekend and share those deets? Um, every weekend in August, I will be on stage. Um, this one is going to be the, the PNBA North American. Uh, Denario Moore is going to be in that. We're trying to get a, a team trophy with two competitors. Uh, I, I don't I know how often that's been done, but he looks phenomenal, and, and, and I'm not uh, – I'm not looking too shabby myself, so we're, we're, we've been trying to get a team trophy for our gym because, you know, we do a lot of promoting of natural health. I mean, we still have enhanced uh, members. That's, that's their choice. I will never promote it. Um, but, you know, it's what I did not know. What I did not know is starting in November and going this far and it's being as focused and dedicated for the kids in that drive. I, I, I really had not thought about people following that journey. And that was a big surprise to me because, you know, this, for me, it was for the kids. It's, it's, you know, and God knows, I mean, the Bible says that God knows your heart and he knows a man's heart. And when I had committed to the kids, when Cindy had asked me to be a part of it, I had prayed on it. I'd asked God to be with me during this whole journey because I didn't want to fail the kids. They'd been failed by adults enough, and I did not want that to happen with me, where I would be a failure, where I would say, you know, at some point during the, the prep or or not winning, where I'd say, you know, well, you know, it, yeah, I did my best and, and I'm done. And I said, if it was for a trophy, then it wasn't for the kids. So I had to look past that. And I said, for the whole year, I wanted to be driven and motivated to make sure that they could see a positive influence, a positive role model, and a positive person. And I, I know my parents didn't raise a fool. They didn't raise somebody to quit. And they didn't raise somebody to give up. So I, I'm thankful to God for them. I let my mom know that over the weekend. Um, I'm also thankful that, you know, my body has, has, has kept up because, as you know, prep is not easy. Every show is different, mm -hmm. and your body either answers the call when you're ready for that day or it doesn't. But you still got to get up there and give your best presentation. And this month, I, I really um, – I'm just going to share it because it, it, it's, it's out there. It's already been known. August was the month 10 years ago where I had been in the, the accident with the drunk driver who, who basically tried to take my life. And so this month was special in a lot of ways. And, you know, just being that it was a full 10 years is is really a reminder of what, what God can do. And, and I'm not uh, – I don't take it lightly that, you know, 10 years ago I, I, I should have been dead. And that's, that's the one thing that I always think about. And it's the thing I've always shared with the kids that, you know, you're going to go through a lot of things that, you know, aren't your fault and it's still going to hurt and it's still going to have to be overcome. And, you know, there's a lot of people I speak about during the week, during my month, during my life of who have supported me when I had basically given up and I was too tired and I was emotionally drained and there was nothing left in the tank, but God always sent somebody to make sure I wasn't empty, and uh, it, it's a it's a beautiful thing to to have people in your corner, and it's a beautiful thing when people see that you're willing to go that extra mile, that they're willing to give of themselves freely. So the you know this month, uh, the PNBA, and then the Skyview Classic, and then there's two more, and I know it's going to be finishing with the kids basically being at the Windy City Naturals. And that's where I want to be spot on. You know, Lord willing, it's going to be a phenomenal physique they get to see on stage. And one of the things that uh, Chad Adamovich has said, you know, and, and I, I really respected and appreciated him sharing that with me, is that I can look like one of the athletes off the stage like I do on the stage, like a Chris Wells, 
uh, you know, like a Meshack, where they do look that big in person on stage, and then even off stage, they still look like a bodybuilder because, uh, you know, that's been one of the, the things natural bodybuilding has taken a hit for as the the incredible shrinking bodybuilder. I think that's the article I saw where natural athletes are, are stepping off stage incredibly chiseled, but 145 pounds and 125 pounds. And it's now that we have so many classes and categories, I think we have a spot where we can bring bodybuilding back in its own category and hopefully be able to address the diminishing numbers we're, we're seeing in that um, Bikini, men's classic physique, and men's physique have grown leaps and bounds, and bodybuilding and women's bodybuilding have taken the hit from it. So I, I think, uh, you know, athletes like that, like a Martin Daniels, a Cleveland Thomas, you know, if they decide to come back to the natural stages, uh, can really put a dent in, in the loss that we're having. But I'm going to do my part, and August was one of those ways to do that, and basically any show in this region, I want to make sure that I'm representing because I know the children have a chance to be there. We finally have transportation where they can get to these events without, you know, at risk of a, a vehicle breaking down. And it's just been a beautiful thing, and I, I'm going to do my part to make sure that happens. Well, amen to that, and I'm looking forward to uh... – to seeing some of it, I will not be there at the North American. I'm actually going to be in Maine this coming weekend, but I will be at the OCB Skyview Classic the uh, the following weekend. So um, I'm actually going to be emceeing that show, and uh, the Mr. Carruthers is going to be part of the judging panel, and we're going to be there Yay. to uh, support all of the athletes, including the Mr. O'Kellen O. Patterson. So. The Skyview Classic is Saturday, August 10th. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So congrats to you on your goal. And just, you know, happy anniversary, Kaylin, 10 years. My goodness, man. The Lord definitely has a plan for you, that's for sure. Amen. Amen to that. uh, I mean, like a lot of the family didn't know about it. And, you know, it it was something – I heard this guy, uh, he was talking on another podcast, but, you know, he was. they were asking him why he didn't share his story as much. He said, well, you have to remember, there's a lot of pain in those memories. And to recollect them brings back that pain. You know, it doesn't hurt as much. It never will. Uh, but you have those memories. Those memories never fade. I mean, like, uh, the one thing I've always thought about and it always just hits me sometimes, like incredibly hard, is that someone was willing to take my life. Someone I never met, someone I never knew, someone I never would have met any other place and had a conversation of any value or any amount. And yet on that night, uh, she thought that my life was worth nothing. You know, it, it, it's the get-out-of-jail-free card. I said, I guess that's what it was worth. And, you know, just to, to share that with the family and, the, and the, you know, in a gathering of that, I really didn't want to because, it, for me, it was about my mom. So that was another thing that, that kind of stung a little bit. And when those things come up, it does put a, a, a light under your behind to where you want to do more because for two months, you know, I was bedridden in a hospital because you can't move. You can't do anything. Your your body's basically in a cast. Everything's busted and broken up, and you're just laying around looking at the ceiling and being turned over every now and then so you don't get bed sore. And, you know, that's, that's pretty deep. It, and it's something that no one else has to live with every day. But it's a it's a reminder for me every day to get up. And, and I know a lot of people say, well, when do you sleep? And I said, I had two months to sleep. And believe me, you can get tired of sleep. And I know a lot of people disagree with me, but when you understand the severity of the injuries, 
that's all you have. I mean, at one point, I think for about two weeks, I couldn't even watch TV because my neck had to be positioned in a certain way. And and so I couldn't even do that. So you have 24 hours to do absolutely nothing but heal. And thank God for the healing. But I'm telling you, uh, you can... You can understand that, uh, you know, sleeping for me, it's not overrated, it's needed, but it's not a priority in my day. I'll say it like that. What do you think, Dan? Hey, I think I think we're ready for a snickerdoodle shout-out. I think we are, too. Oh, my goodness, I hadn't realized. Wow. Wow. <laughs> snickerdoodle and snickerdoodle. Goodness gracious. There <laughs> oh, my you goodness. Have. Wow, time flew by. It surely did, Flab. So on behalf of, you know, celebrating momentous occasions everywhere, the boys at P4P Undefeated, P4P Undefeated National Championship, to myself and Kaylin Patterson, who's going to take the stage this weekend, along with all the other athletes out the North American. Good luck, people. And uh, on behalf of everyone, your body is a temple. So let's build it. All right.